What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we'll jump right into it. We have some updates, some news to discuss, and then we'll also look into highlights of the most recent games. But first, let's start with some news. Remember how Michael Conforto had shoulder surgery, which was supposed to be season-ending? A month ago, he underwent surgery, and he was still unsigned. He was the most notable unsigned free agent of this past offseason. You know, it became a bit of a uh, of a story because he rejected a lot of money and ended up getting nothing and losing a season. Everyone's wondering, did this guy make the biggest mistake of his life? He is a Scott Boris client, and now Scott Boris is saying that they're not ruling out a late season return for Michael Conforto. At the time of his surgery, it was suggested his season would be over. But now Scott Boris is, is saying that it's not out of the question Conforto could make it back to the majors by September. And yeah, I mean, we'll see. But based on those comments, they're talking about his swing. Right? His swing he could be able to swing the bat. His path back would be as a hitter only. If he's still unable to throw by September, teams obviously aren't going to want to put him in the outfield and they probably wouldn't want to risk him at first base either but at this point you have to ask yourself who's going to sign him who's going to sign this guy for a month or if you're a playoff team a month plus if he hasn't played all year long and he's coming off a of surgery he's also coming off a down year in 2021 where he didn't have a very good season so it to me on the surface it doesn't seem likely that he's going to find any team that would sign him and if even if a team does sign him, he risks damaging his stock even further. He's better off just staying out for the whole year and hitting free agency in the winter and coming back healthy next year. Because if he goes out there in September and he doesn't play well, that's only going to damage his stock further and ruin his his eventual payday. He's just going to take even less money. So I don't really see the value in that. But what do I know? That's just my that's just my opinion. In other news, so the Marlins have, they took a rotation hit over the weekend when Jesus Lusardo landed on the injured list due to a forearm strain. So that leaves a vacancy and they're going to, they're going to call Cody Petit into the rotation spot to start Tuesday's game against the Nationals. Their GM, Kim Ang, didn't commit to him making more than one start. And she just said they're going to be flexible after that. The reason I'm saying this is because we know that the Marlins' strength is young, controllable pitching. They have some young arms who they hope will be rotation stalwarts over the long term. Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rogers, Sandy Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez who's hurt. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because they have a player in AAA who's lighting it up. The number three overall pick in the 2020 draft, his name is Max Meyer. He reached AAA Jacksonville at the end of his first full professional season, and he opened there this year as well. And he's overpowered opponents so far. He has a 2.97 ERA with excellent peripheral stats so far this season. He has a 30% strikeout rate and only a 7% walk rate. So he's looking really good. So could he be someone that steps in after Cody Petit makes his start? That is a speculation. We don't know yet. But, you know, he's continued to tear up the, tear up the minors. There's been speculation that he might be on the radar for a big league call-up. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I just wanted to keep keep uh, everyone in the loop. That is another prospect who is you know, coming up the pipeline who we may see before long.
In other news, Johnny Cueto came back. He's back in the big leagues, and he made his first start of the year on Monday night. The Royals played the White Sox, and Chicago won 5-3 over 10 innings. Cueto was pitching for the White Sox, and he, he was great. Stopped the Royals cold in their tracks. This White Sox debut for Johnny Cueto marked the opening of his 15th season in the major leagues for his fourth team. And he was better last night than anyone could have expected. He only threw 81 pitches, but he was able to go six innings with seven strikeouts, two walks, and allowed just two hits. He was he was really good. Really good. Top 93.5 miles an hour. And Cueto looked, I mean, I don't want to say vintage, but he looked very good. I mean, Chicago added him. He's 36. They added him as a free agent through a minor league deal at the start of April, shortly after Lance Lynn injured his right knee at the end of spring training. And, yeah, I mean, he had a couple starts at extended spring training and four with Triple A Charlotte. Now he's up in the big leagues. And if he's going to pitch like that, he'll definitely stay. The White Sox need rotation help because of all the injuries they've had to endure so far in the early going. They're, if they're going to get outings like that from Johnny Cueto, they'll take that all day long. Moving on to some other updates from highlights from yesterday. So Red Sox beat the Astros 6-3. Now, this is an interesting one because, you know, Astros going to Boston. Astros been on a tear. Boston's been, you know, not so much. But this is a, a complete win for the Red Sox, a comeback victory. And it, it, it was it's what they want to see. They want to start seeing Xander Bogarts, one for two with a home run. He delivered the big blow. But it, was, it wasn't just him. It was him and Trevor Story. So... Trevor Story has been off to a really slow start this season, but he has picked it up in the last few weeks, and this was his first Fenway home run. It was a game-tying moonshot. He belted over everything in left field onto Lansdowne Street in the bottom of the seventh inning to tie the game at 3-3. And that was that, that's what the Red Sox signed him for. That's what they're paying him the big bucks for, for moments like that. And then later on, Xander Bogarts with the go-ahead shot, Bogey two-run jack in the bottom of the eighth. Actually, no, Boston was actually already, they were already up 4-3. I'm sorry. It was, I guess, in the insurance run, but that was what kind of did it in. But can the Red Sox turn things around? You know, right now they stand at 14-21. and 21. They're fourth in the AL East. They definitely can't. You know, they've dug themselves in a really bad hole, but the Blue Jays haven't been playing too well either. You know, the Yankees have been playing really well. But at the end of the day, it's still May. You know, we've seen teams go on on hot stretches at any point of the year. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's too early to watch the scoreboard. Yes, for the division, they are 12 games back. But for the wild card, they're four and a half games back. And we all know anything is possible with that. So I think that, you know, it's a step in the right direction. But, you know, beating a team like the Astros like that shows that, okay, you know, things, you know, things are are not all lost in Boston. Jake Odorizzi did leave the game with an injury. He went five innings with one earned run, but he left with a leg injury. Not sure what the extent of it is at this point in time. Let's head to Toronto, though, where the Blue Jays took on the Mariners. The, the Blue Jays won. You know, This is another team that has been falling on hard times recently, but they, they could turn things around. They beat the Mariners 6-2, and it was a great... Pitching effort across the board. Yusei Kikuchi, six shutout innings for them with six strikeouts. And that's really going to get the job done. The man 
with the bat was Bo Bichette going three for five with two ribbies and a home run. He's doing his thing. The Blue Jays did send down Kevin Biggio. So that's interesting. Santiago Espinal has played himself into the starting second base job now. So Kevin Biggio has been sent down to AAA for the first time since he was called up to the majors in 2019. Who knows? Is he really going to stay there for long? We don't know. But he's been sent down for now. They're going to stick with Santiago Espinal at second base moving forward. That's that's what they're going to do. Matt Chapman needs to pick it up at the bat, though. I'm looking at his numbers over at third base. He did homer on Monday night, but his his numbers, I mean, he's got a, wow, he's hitting 185 with a 637 OPS. He's not uh, really showing us much right now, but hopefully he turns it around. I don't think they're going to send him down, but... You know, he's he's playing for a contract, and he's on a one-year deal. He, I think he's a free agent. I'm, I could be very wrong about that, so don't quote me on that. But, yeah. Let's head out to Texas, where the Rangers beat the Angels. You know, the Angels have been hot. It, but the Rangers kind of kind of cooled them off a little bit. 7-4 was the, the score. A forgettable outing by Noah Syndergaard went two-thirds of an innings. Two-thirds of an inning with four earned runs. And he just didn't really have it. And the Rangers took advantage of that. You know, uh, yeah, this is a Texas team that's much better on paper right now after they signed Seager and Semyon. But Semyon has not hit the ball at all. I mean, I just I just spoke about Chapman in Toronto. I mean, Semyon right now is hitting 162 with a 439 OPS. He has completely fallen off so far this year. I mean, the Rangers are hoping that they didn't just flush away. 175 million dollars on this guy so hopefully he can really turn around but he is not he's not looking anything like what he did last year obviously he was in a much better lineup with the Blue Jays but I don't know what has happened to Marcus Simeon because I'm a huge Marcus Simeon fan so he's too good of a hitter to continue like this I think he will turn around to some extent but maybe the 45 home runs he hit in 2021 is an outlier so that's where we stand with things for today, folks. That's going to do it. I'll just stop it right there. But you know, we'll continue on the next one. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.